you are listening to the From Scratch Body. I'm Liv Austin and I believe that anyone can cook. Since being diagnosed with endometriosis, I have been on a journey to find out what food makes me feel great. By cooking my meals from scratch, not only have I started feeling much better, I've also fallen in love with cooking completely. So every week we explore a new topic that can help us feel better and become better cooks and then I share a recipe with you so you can cook along with me if you want. You can always find the recipes and the transcripts from the podcast on my website, thefromscratchbody.com. This might not be everyone's take, but I actually love making New Year's resolutions. Welcome to the From Scratch Body and the last episode of the first year of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening this year. I'm so excited to continue next year with everything that I've learned and building on it and sharing recipes and topics with you. So let's go out on a New Year's topic. If resolutions are attainable, they are fun. Also, if they are made with love. I think the reason why resolutions get a lot of people annoyed or frustrated is because they either make unattainable goals for themselves or they make resolutions that are out of their control. This definitely applies if you would like to make some food-related goals. Now, the most typical ones that people might turn to will be things like, I want to lose weight, I want to get fewer takeaways and cook more at home, I want to stop wasting food. And these can be great goals. I just like to change wordings and therefore I strongly believe your approach to them as the new year rolls on. So here are some suggestions for food related resolutions and a slight change of attitude towards them. Of course, I don't suggest that you let me tell you what you need to work on for the new year. You might be doing brilliantly just as you are. But if you feel like there's room for change, I like to focus on positive, small shifts that can help you stay motivated and focus on good habit changes. Instead of simply saying, I want to lose weight, you can focus on positive, attainable changes like, I will continue to educate myself on what my body needs, when it is best to have calorie-heavy meals and when I can go lighter, or I will continue to enjoy lovely food but keep an awareness of portion size and a feeling of enjoyment and real fullness. Instead of being hard on yourself for getting the occasional takeaway, you can go for resolutions like I will plan my meals before I get hungry and make sure I make good decisions on what I eat. This year I will learn to make a dish similar to my favourite takeaway from scratch or I will aim to stretch my takeaway meal to last me two days. Now, I have done a previous episode on how you stretch your takeaway, so check that out. If you want to cut down on food waste, fantastic. Some good resolutions might be, I will note which food often goes in the bin and learn how to use it better. I will make large batches and freeze food in portions. Or I will regularly tidy my fridge and cupboards I have topics on both of these in previous episodes to keep on top of what food I have to cook exciting meals with. Here are some other suggestions of possible resolutions. I will eat food that helps my mood and motivation. High in iron, magnesium, protein and good fat. That's going to make a lot of the other resolutions that you have easier. I will ask my friend, who is a great cook, if they can teach me how to make something delicious. 
I will aim to eat food that is in season to improve flavor and nutritional value. I will try at least one new ingredient that scares me. I will cook using all my pans and kitchen appliances this year, not all at once. If I can't think of anything to use them for, I will try to learn new dishes. If that doesn't work, maybe it's time to give some of those appliances away to someone who will use them. How do you feel about resolutions? Do you have any food-related ones you want to suggest? Message me on Instagram and I will happily share it. This week, we are making the perfect side dish to last week's meat cakes. We are making sauerkraut. Stay with me. As legendary and widespread as sauerkraut is, I'm sure there are tons of different recipes out there. This one is based on the Norwegian sauerkraut called Sudkål. It's super easy to make and tasty with tons of holiday and winter food, including the meat cakes from last week's episode. This is another I can't believe how easy that was recipe. One of those things I've always bought ready-made, but with a huge cabbage in my fridge that I'd only used a fraction of, I thought this would be the perfect time to make it myself. And it was super easy. I felt so accomplished when it smelled and tasted just like I was used to from those ready-made packages. So this is sauerkraut Norwegian style. This makes about eight servings. You need about a kilo of cabbage. You can do some white, some red if you like. Two small onions or shallots. Two small apples. This can be omitted. Four tablespoons of butter. One teaspoon of caraway seeds. This can be omitted as well if you don't have it. Salt and pepper. Two to four tablespoons to taste of vinegar or apple cider vinegar, which I recommend. Four tablespoons of sugar. You can use less. This is to taste at the end. About 350 milliliters of stock. Ideally stock from the meat you're cooking with it. Otherwise beef or chicken is best, but vegetable works too. And optional, any animal fat from whatever else you're cooking. And another option, apple sauce. In a large deep pan that doesn't stick easily, I actually used my hot pot pan for this and it worked perfectly. Add two tablespoons of butter and gently cook the finely chopped onions and thinly sliced cabbage. Make sure you mix the butter in really well. Finely chop apples and add them in. Mix in the caraway seeds and the stock. Bring to a boil and then bring the heat down and let simmer on the lowest heat. Check on it occasionally and if it starts sticking, you can always add some water. Towards the end, add in the vinegar. I definitely recommend some apple cider vinegar for this. And sugar and mix well. You can add in some animal fat if you're cooking something alongside it like a turkey or Norwegian meat cakes. And mixing in some apple sauce is delicious too. Or you can serve up both sauerkraut and apple sauce and let your guests mix themselves. Super tasty with hearty Christmas type meals, especially pork, chicken and turkey. How do you feel about sauerkraut? Do you think you're going to try it? Share on Instagram and tag the From Scratch Body so I don't miss it. I want to wish you a very happy new year and thank you again so much for listening to my podcast. 
If you mainly use the podcast as your The From Scratch Body source, that's absolutely cool. But do remember that I have a YouTube channel with lots of different recipes on there. You can cook along with me. And of course, there is the website with all of the recipes and all of the topics that I've talked about this year. Thank you for listening to this week's episode remember that you can always check out the recipe on my website thefromscratchbody.com if you want to have it in front of you when you're cooking but be brave and make it your own too also check out my instagram at thefromscratchbody and my youtube channel thefromscratchbody for lots of food inspiration that you can totally recreate yourself remember cook from scratch and your body will thank you see you next week see you next week